Did your narcissist abandon you? You see, a lot of times we talk about narcissism and we talk about people in abusive relationships and how they're stuck in those relationships. But the other aspect is you have narcissists or toxic people that have been in your life, that abuse you, that have manipulated, gaslight you, and they just flip a switch and they just walk out. A lot of times this will happen around big events or around accountability. So let me give you an example. Let's say you're dating someone and you start ignoring the red flags and it continues to move on and maybe you get married or you can get, get engaged and sometimes it might change a little bit. Or it might continue on. It might wait until marriage and then it changes a little bit. Or it might be all the way up until pregnancy. Pregnancy is a huge trigger for a lot of narcissists. I'm sure you can relate. There's a lot of people on here that have talked and have brought it up. When they got pregnant, boom, it changed instantly. Typically along the lines of it changed because of the fact that the narcissist in that moment connected the dots that they're no longer going to be number one. Because there's going to be another person, another human that's going to come in that family's dynamic and family's life that is going to take away from their time and from their exposure of being the best person in that relationship. So you'll see a lot of people that will come to that brink, they'll flip the switch, and they'll just walk out. They'll walk out because they're only viewing their reality from their perspective. They're only viewing the reality that I am the only person in the room. I'm the number one person. I'm the person that everybody should love, should adore, should give affection to, should just serve. Just like bow down and serve the narcissist. That's what they're thinking in their heads. And so when that event happens, when they realize after marriage, when they realize after marriage, hey, this isn't going to fix me. This isn't going to change who I actually am. I thought I was going to have this happen and it was going to make everything better. It was going to take care of my tendencies. It was going to take care of my lying. It was going to take care of my cheating. I thought this was going to change whenever we got married and, and everything would just smooth out and be fine because that's how it looks like it happens with everybody else. Well, no, it doesn't because we haven't dealt with any of the problems, any of the triggers that are underlying the narcissism with what they're saying, what they're doing, how they're acting. And as a result, they just complete that cycle over and over and over again. Or you have the concept of once a person gets pregnant, then the narcissist is like, boom, I'm out. I can't deal with it anymore because I'm not the center of the universe. I'm not the center of attention. I'm not the person that looks to be the number one person in that relationship. As a narcissist, I struggle with the concept of control and being the number one, being the go-to person, being the person that everybody likes, being the person that people interact with, being the person with the most knowledge, being the person that everybody thinks is their friend. As a narcissist, that's something that I struggle with on a day-to-day -day basis. Something I've struggled with for a long period of time. I can remember in college, purposely thinking through my mind of where I was going to sit that was going to provide me the best opportunity to control the conversation and to place myself in a best place of power at the table with a bunch of friends. That's not really normal. That's not really what people think when they're like, hey, let's all go eat. But that's how I was. 
I would think through those things. I would analyze it in, in an instant to try to figure out, hey, if I sit here, I'm going to be beside one of the more popular people and I'll be able to control where the conversation goes. I'll be able to control how people are interacting. I'll be the life of the party because I'm in the center or I'll be the life of the party because I'm near the people that are going to do all the talking, not these other people that are going to be quiet. I'm going and I learned how to observe people, how to control people, how to interact in different ways that put me in control. And it wouldn't always center me as being like the number one person as far as like, oh, I'm the number one, everybody focus on me. But it always had me close to that or the number one person. But I tried to make sure I didn't look like the number one person because I didn't want to look that prideful. I didn't want to look that huge. I didn't want to be like, oh my gosh, it's that person. I didn't want to push people away with my personality. I wanted to bring them in so they could have my group, my posse, my tribe, and I could control that. You see, a narcissist is all about the control. They're all about the manipulation. They're all about wanting to be the number one person. So when anything is going to come into that, that is going to distract from that, they've got two options. One is to leave the situation completely. The other way is to fight the situation and break that down. It's a little bit harder when you have a marriage or when you have a baby to just break that down. So a lot of times a narcissist will go to the extreme and just leave. They'll just say, I'm out. And a lot of times they'll just ghost you. Have you ever had the moment where a narcissist or a toxic person in your life has been in your life for a little bit and then all of a sudden they just leave? Or maybe you're the person who's been used to them leaving. And leaving is a common practice. You'll talk to them one day and then you won't hear back from them for two weeks, for a month, for six weeks. And then when they walk back in your life, they act like nothing's happened. They'll just pop back in and be like, hey, how's it going? When in reality, all they're trying to do is ignore every single thing that they've done and move on as quickly as possible because we can't look at the past. We have to look at the future and we can't take accountability for what we've done. Narcissists, when they're triggered, when they get to those moments, a lot of times you'll see them abandoned and walk out on the people that they claim to love but don't show it at all. Maybe you're this type of person that you've had this person in your life. You've had this toxic person, this abusive person, this narcissist in your life that's left you on multiple occasions. Let me caution you this. If you have someone in in your life that has left you on multiple occasions, keeps coming back, keeps leaving you, that's not a person that's committed or faithful. It's a person that's manipulating and using it to abuse you. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people don't want to acknowledge that. A lot of people don't want to think about that possibility because they can't imagine life without the narcissist. They can't imagine life without that person being in the lives because we're so connected. We're so engaged. Like everything's okay. But is it really? Is it okay to have that person come into your life and then they're gone for five weeks and you never hear from them? Is it okay for that person to come in your life and they're gone for three days because they're out sleeping with someone else? Is it okay for that person to come into your life and act like nothing has happened when they've emotionally damaged and abused you multiple times over? It's not. But you have to get to the place where you acknowledge that and you see that for what it is. You have to get to a place where you look at the facts of the situation. You say, hey, this is my reality. There's an aspect that a narcissist and an empath, that a narcissist and a victim at times are both wanting to believe a false reality. The narcissist wants you to believe the reality that they've created. 
and the, the victim wants to believe the reality that never was. And they both try to vie for this reality that doesn't even exist, but they're fighting for a facade. If you're in that type of relationship and you're expecting them to change, you're expecting them to go back, you're expecting them to be faithful after they've already left you five, six, seven, eight times, you need to take a look at the facts of the situation. You need to take a look at what's actually going on and acknowledge, hey, this is the reality of what I'm dealing with. Let me tell you right now, this is one of the hardest things for people to do. This is one of the hardest things for people to come to the realization of what's actually happening in their lives, but is the biggest way for you to get free from the bond that gets put on you, from the fog that the narcissist puts on you by their lies and manipulation. And until you get to the place where you can acknowledge where you are, until you get to the place where you can acknowledge, hey, I can't see where I'm going because of the fog, the lies, the gaslighting, the manipulation, the future faking, everything that they put around me, I can't see out. I can't see where I'm going. So you have to start clearing that fog. You have to start wiping away those dirty windows of lies, of manipulation, start looking at the truth and the reality of how did my narcissist demonstrate love? How did they demonstrate a connection? How did they demonstrate that I was valuable to them? How did they show loyalty? How did they show how they were faithful? How do they demonstrate respect when they are screaming at me? How do they show love when they're raging and almost drove off the road? See, in reality, we don't want to look at the facts of the situation when the more you embrace the facts of the situation and embrace where you are and understand everything that's happened, all the shit that's piled up over years, over time, and actually look at it and say, hey, this is what it actually is. It gives you clarity to know this is what I don't want. I need to leave and go a different direction. If that's you today, I hope you're being safe. I hope you're getting out. I hope you're putting up boundaries with consequences. I hope you're being safe with the choices you make. If you want to talk more about it, I would love to talk to you. Go to my website, rawmotivations.com. Click on -on one-on-ones and we can work through it. We can work through a plan to leave. We can work through a plan after you're out of the relationship. We can work after you've gotten out of the relationship and you still want to go back. And you still want to talk to that toxic person over and over and over again. Because there is a way to get free. It's not easy. It takes a lot of work. But there is a way to get free. I hope you're interested in that. If you don't follow me, go ahead and subscribe to the channel here. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Would love to interact with you more. Listen on the podcast, either on Apple or on Spotify. Would love to have you interact with more. Also, just download the NARC app. Check it out. It's got some definition of narcissism. It's also got other communities of people there who are trying to learn and grow and better themselves even more. Anyways, thank you so much. 